Johnny the Veteran. <laughs> I'm Frank the Neophyte. And you're listening to I Hope I Can Make It Through, a Degrassi viewing podcast. Uh, episode, uh, mini episode eight, um, Dating Fortunes part two and three. Oh! Uh, <laughs> I don't know how long we're going to do this podcast. I'm, I mean, I'm in it till season 14 of Degrassi um, Next Generation and possibly beyond that. But I am putting, I will swear on a stack that if I, if it is within my power, my last word on this podcast will be, oh. I think that is an excellent way to, to note to end on. Thank you all for listening. It's been quite a ride these last 14 years doing this podcast. Oh. See, like, I, it has to be that because I know myself and I know I'm a sentimental fuck. And I know that I'll be crying. And, like, I think that's exactly what we will need. Because, like, the way that it's going to go is, like, you know, we're going to be talking. I'm going to say something. You are going to agree with it. And and say, like, you know, you just you just really summed it up. And then you'll just go, ha! Oh. I also think we should just throw that into just random parts of our lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the most important moments. <laughs> and Frank, do you take so-and-so to be your lovely wife? And from the back, oh! <laughs> yeah. Just like that. That is absolutely how, how it's going to be. We're going to haunt each other with this for the rest of our lives. Much like I assume Danny and Derek do to each other. I... <laughs> Um, Donnie, congratulations on winning in Drag Race 20. Uh, uh, oh! <laughs> Please! If I, if I ever compete in like a drag competition of any sort, I want you. People will be like, who's this, who's this straight guy up here? And it's <laughs> Frank making sure if I ever get the crown for anything, you just are screaming at the top of your lungs. Oh! <laughs> How does he keep getting in? (laughs) 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 Well, finally that security guard hit him across the throat. Can't stop. (laughs) Honestly, uh, the only thing that I ask you to do is if I do end up on Drag Race, admittedly, I I will have sold my soul and I can't do it. So I will ask you to go, Ho! RuPaul Frax! And then just get injected. He's the most supportive RuPaul truther we've ever heard. <laughs> I'm just like a phantom of the opera type. <laughs> like, like thing haunting RuPaul's drag race. <laughs> like by the end, like I'm just, I'm hidden in the rafters. They can't find me. By the end of the season, I'm smelly and dirty <laughs> and it's like malnourished. Just at the last, like, once you're crowned, I collapse like Jimmy Smith, like Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Stewart at the end of Mr. Smith goes to Washington. And in conclusion, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a, what a fucking, what a fucking tweet. Um, holy shit. Um, so, Danny and Derek. <laughs> Back to the actual thing we need to talk about. Back to another two dudes. Two pals. Um, Danny and Derek open up this short um, with a lot more confidence than the one that we had in last episode, part one. (laughs) A lot of undeserved confidence. Yes. uh, You see, they're dressed up for this occasion. 
um, in the way that only boys in the mid-aughts know how, which is uh, wearing blazer-ish looking things, collared shirts that are untucked, and, and just ties, just, just there. Just loose ties. Just loose ties and jeans. Which, to be fair, I do remember people dressing up like that back then. Yeah. They, people did. This is accurate. Um, but they are dressed up for the occasion because today, dear listeners, their goal is to find some college ladies. I su- oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, a bit lightheaded from laughing so hard. Um. <laughs> look, look, Judy is a <laughs> Judy is, is grooming and her one leg is all the way up. Um. I, here's the thing, though. We we literally just watched this. Like we we've been moving from futon back to table to record futon back to table, um, and I can't remember. Are they still wearing the suits when they go to the college house? Oh, they 100 percent are. Okay. Um. Oh, but before we get to them going to the college house, it should be noted they it, they refer to themselves as Double D. <laughs> These are menaces to society. And they also like here's the thing, thing like. Um, because they say they're going after a smoking hot redhead and a up-and-coming woman, um, and they then name-drop Ellie Nash and Paige Michaelchuk. I'm just like, isn't there a fair number of people who don't know who the fuck those are? I mean, who is, who is dating for dude's audience that that then becomes? Because, um, you know, YouTube isn't quite a thing yet, so we're not quite at the giving content to strangers. Presumably, this is to be distributed to a Degrassi audience. How, I don't know. <coughs> but it, I, I'm assuming that this is supposed to have social cachet for they are trying to speak to their audience of Degrassi peers. I mean, I'm assuming this was supposed to end up on the morning announcements. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that feels like where, where they were going to try and make a case for it. And uh, Hasselakos is like, absolutely not. <laughs> you two are idiots. Like, No! <laughs> We've had enough bad press. I don't want us to be accused of being misogynists. Um, oh my god. I'm like, you know this was JT and Toby. They would have tried to hit on Haslakos. Oh, 100%. But we know how much JT loves an older woman. Yeah. Um, but... So, cut to them... Cut to the camera shaking about and like and Danny and Derek like reaching out for it. As we finally get hear the voice of Toby, because they are coming through the, the window into the college house, being like, you can't just, like, knock on the door and ask out hot college girls. <laughs> you have to, like, basically break into their homes. And, like, in the background, we see somebody coming through the, like, dangly, I don't know what you call that. There's a beaded curtain, and um, I would like to say that um, on Twitter, uh, someone tweeted me, um, a friend said, hey, uh, Donnie, I'm adding you in this because you have the energy of somebody who owned a beaded curtain. <laughs> no, I think it was present tense. It was someone who owns a beaded curtain. And I just felt so called out because I don't own a beaded curtain, but it's something I have wanted since I was a child. And I was just like, God, <clears throat> this person like has not even met me in person and already knows my aesthetic. You, you just want good things for it to do. Oh, and honestly, who doesn't? Plus, you probably also have a 200-page essay about uh, race relations in the Fire Emblem games. I'm still fucking haunted by that video. 
<laughs> I, I don't remember anything about any other ship, but I do remember, and we talked about it on the podcast, I remember it, I remember everyone talking to me, like, almost like they were like, I'm so sorry, but I think this person just has your address and knows where you live. <laughs> like, that's how everyone talked to me about it. They're like, I'm so sorry. And I was just like, but yeah, it's just like, I guess I'm just a very transparent person, which ultimately is not a bad thing, but um, sometimes I get given com. Some, some people make little comments and judgments like that, and they're absolutely correct. <laughs> you gotta be like me. I'm the wind. Nobody knows me. Uh, I, oh. oh! I sent a friend a um, picture that just says, I contain multitudes, and it's three of the books I have that like in my to-read pile, which is a book called Body Respect, about like you know uh weight and like health and like you know the fact that a lot of people don't know it blitzed drugs in the third reich which is about nazis on meth how a lot of the nazis were on meth and then the kama sutra yeah yeah Yeah. but like the written one not like the one of all the pictures so Mm, understood i didn't realize there's a difference but i'm still interested to read it yeah (laughs) I mean, they all sound like good reads, just different ways. I mean, it's like me who's like, I really like reading YA. And then it's like, people laugh at me because I'm like, give me the driest fucking nonfiction you can give me. Like, (laughs) give me the most boring. Like, I'd like, like, public health history, which ultimately becomes numbers after a while. It just becomes like, you know, this percentage of people. Or like, I was reading um, How to Survive a Plague, which a bulk of that book is like, this person's CD4 levels were this low at this point. And I'm like, ah, damn oh no like i'm like okay and it's like oh this person's cd4 level went up and i'm like okay that means that their immune system is doing better it's like i genuinely enjoy that or i enjoy teenagers falling in love and that's it (laughs) there is no middle ground no um but anyway coming in the background of danny and derek standing in their kitchen is Marco holding, I'm assuming, um... That's a hockey stick, baby. Yeah, Dylan's hockey stick. Yep. And then he's just like, like, he gives them a moment, and it's just like, Danny, Derek, what the, what? <laughs> like, and Marco gets to say fuck. Like, yeah. basically, what the fuck are you two doing in my house? <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, he's like, ready to fucking launch it at them. Um, and it's just so funny because it's like Danny and Derek have like zero grasp of consequences leading up to this moment. They're like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. You have Toby being like, <laughs> Toby the owl in the room. Yeah, but, I mean not not compared to Marco, but like compared to Danny and Derek. Right, but of the three, and and it's just like you have Marco coming over uh, over toward them. Um, he is pissed. He's like, he's just like, you know, he's pissed off because his house just got broken into. Um, and, you know, Danny and Derek are still like, yeah, like, we're just here to pick up some ladies. And, and he's like, yeah, okay, so Ellie and Paige are not fucking here. I'm the only person here. Yeah. Um, and they were like, okay, we need to change our plan a little bit. I don't know how they convinced Danny, or they convinced Marco to do this. But, like, they're sitting on the couch with Marco in between them. And just, like, they're like, like we're here to, like, and, uh, another arrow pointing at Marco that says Degrassi hottie. But it's not, you know, fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> you know, I bet you the contingency was, we'll do this, we'll leave if you do this for us. It'll take a minute. And he's like, oh, fuck's sake. Okay. I think, I think that's kind of the vibe. Because he's just like, he's just like, shut down. <laughs> he's just like. 
he's just like, yeah, okay, fucking whatever. <laughs> like, he's just waiting for this moment to end. And also, so like, I, like, this is the, this, we, we had to record this episode, but, like, I'm thinking about the first time I didn't think about this, but, like, they had to take a bus to get there. Yeah, yeah, this took effort. Either A, Liberty drove them, or B, they took a bus, or maybe Toby drove them. Yeah, maybe. But still, they had to travel to break into somebody's house, and then, like, you know, Neil get a type of, like, Marco holding a hockey stick. Yeah, like, this took a couple steps more than, than you know, the first episode. They've, they've escalated. Yeah. Um, so, Marco, like, that's just like, so Marco, how'd you like to hop, go out in town with two hot heteros? He's like, I would love that. <laughs> and, like, they basically start doing the outro, and they're like, oh! And Marco just deadpans. Oh my god. And they're like posing while he's gone. It's like it's like I've been in both positions. Like I have been the person staring dead eyed. And I have been the person who's just like, yeah and like doing random poses around the person. And it's just like there's just something so I think like there's just something it's chaotic but in a delightful way, right? Like It you know what it has the same energy as Grant Gustin posing in front of Oliver Queen's grave on the side of the flash. Yeah, it's just like there's just it's so silly. It's so ridiculous, but it's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous and it's fun, and it's just like, it's just it's it's good. It's a good example of shenanigans, and I feel like like Degrassi's very hit or miss when it comes to shenanigans. I think, but I do think when they do it right, they do it right because it makes me think of like the breaking out of Jimmy's hospital to go to the Kid Elric show type stuff, or during Snake's bachelor party where. <laughs> JT and Toby dressed up in those 80s style suits yeah. and sunglasses. <laughs> Snakes are like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. It's like there's something really. And but like in this case, like the plan kinda works. Like they make it work, which I think is like also what's good because it's like I think that there was a way that this episode could have been super homophobic, right? It could have been super gross and it would have been played off for laughs and it would have just fucking sucked. But you know, they don't did you know, they don't dismiss Marco's sexuality. They don't try to manipulate their own sexuality for for views or whatever. Like it's legitimately just like, well, things didn't go according to plan, but fuck it, let's just hang out. Hey, you're good looking, we can acknowledge that. And it's like it's it's you almost like I feel like as a as a queer person, sometimes you like you wait for the other shoe to drop with this type of stuff, but it doesn't it doesn't happen. It's just <laughs> I was gonna make mention, like, there's definitely a fic in there where, like, at one point, Danny and Derek are like, let's record an episode and explain what the best kiss is. They're like, I guess we gotta kiss each other. And they're like, huh, something awakened. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, you know, there's definitely, like, another version of it where, like, one of them goes to the bathroom and the other one's like, it's usually, like, normal to, like, wanna kinda just, like, roll over and hold your your buddy, like, for a little bit when you're sleeping over. And Marco's like, Jesus fucking Christ, yeah, that's it, that's it, you're gone. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not being your mentor. You broke into my house. I'm not fucking mentoring you. <laughs> that reminds me of a much more wholesome version of the episode of um, The Office where um, Dwight and Angela are trying to understand gay sex. And they're like, whose penis opens up to accept the other man's penis? <laughs> and like the HR guy is just like, somebody in their lives regarding sexual education has failed those two. Yes! <laughs> Holy shit! 
That's like ten year old reading fanfic. Unfortunately, as grim as that sounds, that like... that is the level of of me when I thought Nick Cage whapping that girl in the butt, going wow. Oh my god! Was the height? Well, that was like I think I just said it, like young, like ten year old fans. Like, is that sex? Right. It's like it's like that's just like what I uh, like. That's like yeah. Like that's so like. I, I said that, be- I said, I gave that example because, like, that's, that, I feel like that's, like, what I thought when I found out fanfiction way too young. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, no less. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, like, I was like, oh, that, I don't really know how this works. And, you know what, I shouldn't have been reading it. I, I mean, we were, on this week's episode of Teen Girl Talk, we were watching and reading White Oleander, which I read at, like, 13, and that was way too young for that book. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's like, a, there's like a thing that we, we try to do in after school where it's like, you know, acknowledging that kids are going to find things that they probably shouldn't. Um, and it's like, well, what do you do when that happens? And it's like, well, you have to be able to have a conversation with them about it. But it's like, nobody was having that conversation with me. Nobody even knew what I was doing. Like, I'm like they just let me on the computer. I went, oh, I'm going to work on homework. Okay. And then I worked on homework and then I went on Neopets. And then when I finished up all my dailies on Neopets, I ended up on like fucking Geocities, like <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh!, hentai like unfortunately that's just the reality of how i grew up and why is yugi naked yeah like it's like unfortunately this is this is the reality that that was like being in the early internet well that wasn't even really early right that was like early ish internet but that wasn't even the earliest internet yeah i mean um my mom is my mom didn't go on the internet much when we were younger but is now becoming much more internet savvy and, like, a comedian made a joke about a certain politician's family that was in power. Oh, let's just, you know, let's not name names. But from 2016, 2016 to 2020, and my mom, like, both mentioned to a certain fetish. And my mom was just like, or Susie and I looked at each other like, oh, shit. My mom's like, yeah, I can understand what that is. It's this fetish. And we're just like, I don't know what's worse. The fact that we didn't have to, like, the fact that. We almost had to explain it. The fact that we didn't have to explain it. Yeah, I don't know, but good for her. Look, she's informed. And you know what? I think that's ultimately what matters, but I understand as your, as her child, you are mortified. I think she knows what furries are. Good for her. Look, look, I am very supportive of the furry community, um, and if your mother develops a fursona, well, God damn it, I know some good com- people to commission. <laughs> My mom has no patience enough, doesn't have patience enough for the furry community. <laughs> now that is fair enough. Okay, anyway. Moving, for dudes part three. Moving away, uh, there's nothing wrong with furries. No, no, absolutely um, not. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> there is something wrong, transition, um, with Danny and Derek's homemade cologne. So they claim, so they are trying to do, uh, this episode they're trying to do an ad of sorts for their new product, Oh! <laughs> which is a uh, cologne, um, which is made out of, they said... It was, that was such shitty marketing. Hi, like a bottle. Oh! Well, it's almost worse, because I think they actually... We keep going, oh, but, like, they do a hard hoe. So it is called Ho, which I feel like is not very good marketing for many reasons. Um, but uh, they're, like, talking about what it's made out of. They're, like, mint... It's, like, mint and... Like, like a couple other random things that like don't seem like they should quite mix. 
Um, but most importantly, it looks like it's in a Windex bottle. So Lord only knows what particles are mixed up in this concoction. I, I will give... You know what? Credit where credit is due. They do say one of the main ways to attract women, or basically anyone, is to smell good. Right. Like and for sta- teen boys, that's important. Yeah. They're, like, standing uh, with their, like, towels around their waist, uh, just talking about the importance of scent and how, like, you know... As your body is changing, you start smelling. And, like, you know, you have uh, Derek just straight up saying, like, what the hell? I smell so fucking bad. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. It's disgusting. Um, and it's like, yeah, like, I think there is something. It, I think there, it is a good idea to have kid characters bringing up this topic. Because I think the topic of smell, especially during puberty, is, like, a really difficult topic to talk about, right? Because it's like, nobody feels comfortable like a lot i feel like it's like a really hard conversation to have um and it's a hard conversation because it's like that weird delicate balance of like it's like you don't want the kid to feel shamed Mm -hmm. right whether it's a friend whether it's like a peer whether it's a teacher or any like you know it's it's it seems like it's a conversation that um nobody really feels comfortable having and um it's a conversation that like I feel like everyone just holds out the family has the conversation, (laughs) but we don't always know if that's going to happen or like, you know, it's just a really complicated, delicate thing. And I think that there is something good about having these two kids say, hey, guess what? Like, sometimes you smell and you got to do something about it. Um, I think there is something positive about that. Yeah. I think Uh, it's also goofy as shit. I mean... I mean, I was just thinking back to my own life, and, like, I don't think I had to have that, nobody had to have that conversation with me, except Susie, who's just like, Frank, you smell shower every day. Yeah, like, I, I didn't have, I didn't have a particularly, uh, difficult conversation with it, but I I feel like it's also because it's, like, I mean, it depends on, like, your, your family culture, right? Mm -hmm. Like, for, for my family, that type of stuff wasn't really all that taboo. Um, but also we're stinky Italians and I think we're, we're all like very much like, you know, sometimes you fucking smell and it's like, you get used to it. Uh, and it's like, well, what can I do about it? And it's like, well, this is what you can do about it. You could put on deodorant, et cetera, et cetera. So like, I think, I think it really does depend in like your family. And then also like, you know, there are some families that don't really want their kids having, you know, using deodorant for various reasons. I know, especially back when we were, there weren't as many like natural options that you could really find. Um, so, like, it is a bit of a fraught topic. I'm so glad I moved from powder deodorants to, like, gels. Because, mm. oh, God, like, the un- like the underarms of my shirts are so gross. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I remember one, I, I, I don't know if it was senior, it was either senior or junior year in high school, we had gym first period, and there was cool. never, never enough time to shower. Awesome. Not that I would if I had the time. Ours weren't working. Ours were just storage. I, I don't think anybody ever, ever did. Um, God, our smelly pass. Yeah, uh. but I mean, it's it's just what happens. So so you have them trying to promote ho. Um, and, <laughs> and okay, so they're they're promoting it, and like there's a kid in the background just putting on his shoes. Yeah, and he just shakes his head and walks. Yeah, <laughs> I love the fact. I think that's also what makes this so real. Is that just like. Every other student in Degrassi, like, it's, 
it's not like people are paying attention. It's like every other student in Degrassi is just like, same shit as always. Yeah, like, it, it feels very real, like, what that type of kid would, like, how that kid would be viewed, right? Like, it's like everyone be like, I don't know, they're up to their same fucking shit. I don't fucking know. Like, I... I... <laughs> You know, I feel like like with a lot of teen stuff, like things happen and it'll just draw a crowd. Like there, there needs to be more teen things where somebody does something and people are just like fuck this. I I I just can't be bothered today. Just not today, <laughs> and right. then just walk away. Well, that's what happens though. It's like it's like you may see. I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of shenanigans that happen in, in junior and senior high school is like you know a kid turning over and be like, "What's going on? Ah, oh, fuck it. I don't care. Like." <laughs> I'm gonna keep moving like they're up to the same shit it's like it's like uh it's like any like it's just like any other thing where it's like oh they're clearly just looking for attention and i don't want anything to do with it i'm just gonna walk away okay yeah like the time i heard there's gonna be a food fight in lunch i'm like i'll be in the library thank you very much yeah it's just like it's like are there times where they definitely draw a crowd sure but it's also like a certain type of crowd which i i i feel like also it's like some kids are going to want to gawk but it's not every single kid. Like, a lot of the time, and I feel like teen media, it's like, the whole school comes to see the kid get beaten up by another kid. And it's like, no, yeah, no, it's true. Kids, like, brawl in front of the McDonald's, but, like, they brawl, and it's like, you know, the same, like, 20 kids every single time. Like, it's it's not, like, the whole school going to watch the beat down. Like, Yeah. I People have lies. People have extracurriculars. Yeah, and, like, the kids have other priorities. So, like, it is it is cool to see that, like, and also, this is just the kind of shit that wouldn't draw. Like, people wouldn't. Like, they see a camera, it's like, I don't want to be a fucking video. Like, I don't want to. Like, I feel like it ends up happening, like, like um, especially with TikTok being so big right now, is, like, you have a kids doing, like, t- I remember, like, they were doing TikTok dances at a, a dance, a school dance. And I had to be, like, you ha- if you're going to, like, do these little dances and film, like, you know, you shouldn't really be doing this. But, like, at the very least, like, if you're filming yourselves and doing anything, like, keep it away from everyone else. Like, I don't want to walk in the background of some fucking TikTok. Like, that's the last thing I want. Yeah, I want to walk in the back of a uh, Little Chef video. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> now that I would stay and watch. <laughs> anyway, um, oh god, him and with bitching with Babish. Oh, that would be good. Like It'd be funny if, like, Babish's, like, crew, because he has a sizable crew at this point. He does. Like, like, they're just like, we brought, we're bringing out a guest chef today, and the thing just comes in, he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I would love to see Babish lacking composure in response to the little chef. Um, okay. But, yeah, so they're in the locker room, nobody wants to be on camera, and as they're doing this, they, um, uh, Danny sprays Derek and Derek immediately says like it's, it feels like it's kind of burning yeah he's like um, so we, we're off to a great start um, we see them attempting to pick up ladies while wearing ho um, and the uh, it's, it's not going great um, because you have um, Derek trying to pick up Manny um, and Manny and so he's trying to ask her out to a dance that's like that Friday, and Manny is just like, you smell like roadkill and patchouli. <laughs> and has to leave. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Derek wants to get pours out that he's very uncomfortable. Yeah. What they've essentially made is, like, very high-powered mace. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, like, really funny, because, like, they, both times that they're trying to pick up women, both Danny and Derek, they're like, 
trying to like lift up their shirts so that they're not touching their skin directly <laughs> like they're like really uncomfortable as they're trying to do it um which obviously is like a sharp contrast to their usual body language especially compared to the other part where they literally broke into somebody's house and had total confidence <laughs> in the process so, <laughs> so they're uh going through it while that happens um and then danny tries to pick up darcy and it's and darcy's like trying to be even keel about the whole entire thing um she's trying to uh you know let him down as easy as she can but still being firm until um i do she does put a whole bunch of good stank on the line the the christian in me is not saying what i want to say yeah and then she's just like oh my my eyes are burning yeah she, she fucking bolts and like you, you hear her yelling in the background like oh god it burns yeah like she's going through it and it's like you know we oh fuck it would have been so good I, I forget, what's the name of the science teacher it's miss Haslock. yeah it's Miss like darcy get to the eyewash station right it's just like you know just just getting chemical burns with the boys there's another pick in this. Oh, absolutely. What do we, we got? Chemical bars. A ghost? Two of us both have chemical bars. It would be weird if we kissed. Ha ha. Unless. Unless. Um, and I, I should be clear. We're not, we're not being, uh, we're not belittling the idea of the ship. Because honestly, uh, the goofiness of, te- gay, of uh, you know, queer teenage boys is just as goofy as straight teenage boys. <laughs> oh god, it'd be, it would be so good. It would be. It would be. It's like <laughs> It's like like Dylan and Marco had some dignity about themselves. Danny and Derek have no dignity. Well, it's also like Marco, you know, Marco was younger, Dylan was older. So Dylan like was more mature and Marco was trying to catch up. So like, you know, you didn't really get to see the the goofy <laughs> You know, how goofy, like, kids can get. Because it's, like, you know, one of my favorite things when I worked in high school was, like, for whatever reason, like, I mean, it's theater. But also, it's, like, every, every like, trans kid was, like, in, in theater, but, like, doing set design and, like, lights and stuff. And, like, I would just, like, walk past them after school and just, like, the shit that they would get into and, like, the they would just say the weirdest, most bonkers shit. And it was just like, yeah, yeah. And it's like a slightly different flavor of bonkers than, uh, you know, their hetero cis uh, peers. But it was still fucking weird. And it's like, it, it would be nice to see more uh, just absolute fucking LGBTQ weirdos. I, I would also just like the two of them trying, like, once, you know, they're officially a couple, they try and talk to Alex. Alex is like, yeah, you know. Well, on the same boat, she's like, don't associate me with you. Yeah, yeah, she's like, she's like, she's like, yeah, exactly. That's just like, do not, don't even try. It's like that SNL skit where, like, it's like the Britney Spears, oops, you did it again. And, like, Ted Cruz is trying to pal around with other people, and they're like, you're not part of fate, no. Do not associate with me. <laughs> um, so, the final scene 
is Danny is standing in front of the camera, basically like a scarecrow. Yeah. Trying hard, basically, not to move. I'm assuming because it hurts too much. And meanwhile, Derek is in the background, desperately trying to remove his clothes so he can get into the shower. And the last thing is him running into the shower and then screaming. Yes. Yeah, it's like... It's, it's goofy as shit. Like, the... The dating for dudes is such a delight because, again, it, it's showing consequences in many ways. But it's also just silly and, and fun. It's it's fun. It's still able to be, like, lighthearted. And I don't know. It's just, it's fun. It's it, If you want to watch mini episodes, I think these are really, like, these are the mini episodes, like, you really should watch. Because they are funny as fuck. <sighs> I feel good. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> This is the last many episodes that I've actually seen. I know, I know how I feel with the other ones, but we'll see you there.